Giggly Gorilla Studios coming at you live from the trees of Arrowhead Stadium where no one can catch a damn football. Absolutely nobody. It was it was disastrous. Uh what's up? Uh not much. How's it been? It's been it's been a few weeks. It has been a few weeks. This is our first time recording together again in in a while. Uh it feels good. It also feels good because football is back. Oh yeah, baby. Uh, we, Even though we had NFL week 1. Uh, even though it is currently uh, the beginning of the next week of the NFL, uh, this is when Braden and I could sit down and record to uh, talk about football being back the first week. Uh, we're going to recap games, probably go on tangents. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm so excited that, that NFL is back. It's oh, my too. favorite time of year. I'm hoping the Patriots look better. Uh, I mean, they didn't even look bad in week one. I can't even say they I didn't hope look they, that bad. I can't even say they, I hope we'll they look better. I hope they just make less mistakes especially in the red zone the red zone offense yeah. has to get better that's that's like the main thing right now but but anyway we'll talk about that game a little later uh, we'll start with the yeah. thursday game the chiefs lions opening game of the season and like you said it was oh. a disaster <laughs> yeah it i mean it was a good game in terms of just competitiveness and like it being close but i wouldn't say it being the first game of the season aside and just the overall hype of football being back, it was that much fun to watch. Both teams looked pretty sloppy. Yeah, um, it seemed like they progressively got more sloppy as the game went. Like, the first quarter was probably yeah. the smoothest, and I, actually there wasn't even a penalty until, like, late second quarter, which surprised me because I'm used to seeing flags fly everywhere, like, throughout the entire game. Yeah, <laughs> well, the Chiefs... The- Chiefs, like, right tackle was offsides or, like, false starting literally every play. And the refs were not calling that shit. They called it once at the end that actually ended up being, like, a big call. But that boy was getting off early. And he was, well, not, I think he was, like, standing too far back from the line of scrimmage or something. It was very weird. But, um, we just talk about how wild it is that the Detroit fucking Lions were playing the season opener for the NFL season. That is crazy to me still. I mean, I know there's a lot of hype on the lines and stuff, but I would have never expected Detroit to be one of the focal points of the season opener. Oh, me either. I'm surprised Detroit was the team they picked to open the season with KC. And I'm surprised they won. Even without Travis Kelsey, without Chris Jones, I was expecting the Chiefs to take this one, and they did not. I I think I did expect the Chiefs to win, but as we found out, Travis Kelsey's not playing. I started to believe more and more that the Lions could do it leading up to the game, and they did. Um, I do think, I'll just say, other people have said it, if Travis Kelsey is playing in this game, the Chiefs win. Like, yeah. there's not even a question in my mind. I thought the Chiefs survived pretty well without Chris Jones, though, at least in this one game. Like, I didn't feel Chris Jones's absence. It seemed like they were still getting decent pressure on Jared Goff. And um, maybe some of the runs he would have helped stop, but uh, at least in terms of just the overall feel of the game, I didn't notice Chris Jones's absence nearly as much as I did Travis Kelsey's absence. Yeah, me either. The defense was still doing pretty good all the way around. Uh, like you said, they were still bringing crazy pressure on Goff. And uh, let's talk about Gibbs for a minute. I think yeah, I think Gibbs has a lot of potential, dude. <laughs> I think he has potential too. I uh. I watched him a little bit at Alabama. He was very good, but it's obviously – it's kind of hard to tell when players are playing in a system in an organization as good as Alabama 
if it's going to translate to the NFL because they're surrounded by so much talent. Like Matt Jones. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was he was the 12th overall pick in the draft, which I thought was high for the Lions to take a running back at that spot when they have holes in their receiving core and especially in their secondary, which I think, especially early on in this game, was very apparent that the Lions secondary was still not playing up to par where they want to be if they're going to be a great team. I mean, um, even later on, like, the secondary didn't have, like, mad coverage a lot of the game. It's just the Chiefs receivers couldn't catch a ball, so they caught a they yeah. got a bit of a break there. <laughs> but, no, Jameer Gibbs was awesome. He broke I, – I forget the exact stat. He broke so many tackles in this game, in just one game. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that one play, he broke, like, three tackles, and, like, he hit a spin move, stopped, and then, like, hit another one back the other way. I was like, what the heck is this man made of, bro? That was insanity. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to be really, really good. I think the Lions should feel happy about it. Um, I do think they need to continue and even amp up his usage as, like, a receiver out of the backfield because Amon Ross St. Brown is great. I love Amon Ross, but... Other than that, the Lions have really nobody in their receiving core. Uh, Jamison Williams, who they drafted like two years ago, is suspended because of gambling right now. The, when he comes back, the rookie tight end they have like looked like he might have some potential too. He made some big catches. Yeah, he looks good. It's uh, it's nice to get someone like that, especially giving up T.J. Hawkinson last season to the Vikings, who was one Can't of the best. They tight let ends him go, league. man. <laughs> I know that was that was crazy to me. But I'm very excited to watch Jameer Gibbs in this offense. I thought he was awesome. Made a lot of cool plays. Um, trying to think, Mahomes, even though players were clearly dropping his balls, I still don't think played that great of a game. Um, didn't play that bad of a game either, though. Just, I think he yeah. did probably the best he could with what he had to work with. That's fair. I mean, there were like. Receivers weren't just dropping passes. They were dropping wide open passes. Yeah. No, they, when they were trying to drive late in the game and he threw a pass literally like 25 yards down the field wide open to Kadarius Tony and it just dunks off his hands. I was like, Oh my God. That is insane. Yeah. There's only um, one of those drops I understood from Tony is like where it was going to him, but it was a crossing route. So like I could see him thinking it was going to the other receiver and him like, Oh, Oh shit. Fumbling the ball. The other one's unacceptable, man. You're a receiver in the NFL. You can't drop wide open passes like that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I've been a supporter of Kadarius Tony. Uh, I think he has potential to be a cool player because of his speed and elusiveness in the open field. But, like, you got to catch the ball yeah. to be able to use that speed and your elusiveness and make plays happen. So it's definitely a question mark. I think Kansas City's entire receiving core is a question mark. But if Travis Kelsey comes back healthy, I think that alleviates a lot of that stress and those issues because he's going to catch 10 passes every game. Um, he's just such a big target, and he's going to free up other guys more. But yeah. it was it was very apparent in this game that their receiving core was rough. Yeah, it's like they were saying on commentary, like in third, fourth down situations, like it, if Kelsey's there, they know who they're throwing the ball to. Kelsey wasn't there, yeah. so they didn't really know who they were going to in those big situations. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, Brian Branch, another Lions rookie, had a pick six in this game. 
That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, off Kadarius Tony's hand. As I say, that one got tipped too, so it wasn't even entirely Mahomes' fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he's going to be good. I heard just because I'm from Michigan, so I hear more about like Lions stuff. They liked him in camp. Uh, he's also from Alabama, so the Lions were just taking all the Alabama players in this draft. But um, he's going to be good for used them. To do. It didn't really work out for them after Brady left. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jared Goff's uh, been to a Super Bowl, though. Can he take the Lions, baby? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think regardless, um, you love this win if you're the Lions coaching staff because you got the win against the defending champs and a brewing dynasty in the league, but you still feel like you can play better. Like, you, clearly the Lions yeah. did not play their best game. You probably like the win, the win, but you're – Probably still upset with the performance. Yeah, but it's it's good as a coach to like be able to have stuff that you can point to and say we have to clean that up when you have the guys that you know can play yeah. better. It's different, and it's and different just knowing just, that you didn't play your best and you still beat the defending champs that yeah, yeah. has to be a pretty pretty high high to be on. <laughs> yeah, and if you're the Chiefs. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, if struggles continue, then you still got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, like they're gonna figure it out. I just believe that with Mahomes, Kelsey's gonna come back. Uh, it should be fine. But that's about all I have to say for yeah, that. Game. Free agency is still a thing. Uh, trades. The deadline isn't mm-hmm. until like week nine. They got plenty of time to make adjustments if need be. Yeah. All right. So on to Sunday. The Sunday games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can go from one rookie running back to another. Falcons Panthers. Falcons Panthers. Okay, I watched a bit of this game live. Um, I watched the highlights. I watched the Saints Titans game live at this point, and uh, God, it was not I, a good uh, game. <laughs> I have I have literally nothing to say about that game, so I'll let you talk about that game when we get yeah. to it. But um, Panthers Falcons, I thought was kind of an interesting game. Uh, not only was this B. John Robinson's first NFL game, it was Bryce Young's first NFL game, the quarterback of the Panthers. He threw two interceptions, both to Jesse Bates. Um, I think it's easy to look at the stat lines and say, like, tough game for, for the rookie. Like, ooh, is he a bust? Like, I watched the tape or, like, watched the game. I thought he looked fairly comfortable in most moments, and I thought there was – a lot of good stuff there. There's clearly some rookie uh, interceptions are bad. Like, he didn't play a great game, but I think there's still something there with him, at least as you progress through the season. Um, that's kind of my take on that. Bijan looked awesome. They should have used him more than he's they got, did. He's got that 99 overall juke move. Dude, that <laughs> juke was so nasty. I saw that happen. I was like, Bro, he literally just broke one dude's ankles, then, like, ran between two defenders and got into the end zone. two guys. (laughs) Yeah. No. That was Uh, crazy. Bijan's going to be really, really good. Uh, As long as he stays healthy. Obviously, there's a workhorse, like, receiving, running, doing it all thing that can get you in trouble as a running back. But He didn't get a lot of carries, though, and neither did Gibbs in the Lions game. So I feel like both of those teams are probably – trying to kind of conserve the usage of their rookie running backs and, like, yeah. really let them go come mid-season to late season, like, when yeah. when shit's really, like, on the line. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. The The Falcons also do have, I mean, their backup, Tyler Algier, is, like, not a bad running yeah, back. Yeah, he had, he had, a, some good he had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, 
uh, much to the dismay of Bijan fantasy users. Yeah, I know, right? But um, no, their the their run game is pretty strong. The Falcons' run game is pretty strong. The Falcons' run game is pretty strong. I could totally see the Falcons winning this division. Just I could too. It is such a weak division. Like preseason, um, I said I think it was between Carolina and New Orleans. I'm I'm not counting Atlanta out of that. I, I would only be surprised if Tampa Bay wins the division again. Yeah, I agree. Um, for the Panthers, I think it was definitely a tough game, but I don't think there was like no positives, and I I I don't think the Panthers are going to be great by any means, but I think they're still plenty there for them to be competitive in this division. Yeah, I don't think any team in that division is going to be great, but... I agree. Uh, Desmond Ritter looked surprisingly okay. I've been very, like, he's not going to be good. Yeah, Um, I'm surprised how good he actually looked in that game, because Carolina's defense isn't that bad. Like, it's it's not, like, top tier, but it's not, like, bottom tier either. It's kind of middle-of-the-pack defense. Yeah, I mean, he only threw the ball 18 times, which... That's all he had to do to win the game. Hayden they still won by so. two possessions, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think there is definitely stuff to look forward to in Atlanta. I still think you need a better long-term option at quarterback. Oh, definitely. But, uh, they've got playmakers on offense. Kyle Pitts continues to be underused at tight end, but he's good. He has talent. Bijan now, Drake London, wide receiver. Who knows how good he's going to be. There's stuff to work with there. I don't think, like you said, any team in this division is going to have a great season, but they didn't look bad week one. Yeah, I guess we can just continue talking about this division. Let's go ahead and talk about the Saints-Titans game. There's, God. I'm just going to say, Tennessee should have won this game. <laughs> that's that's kind of the vibe I got from what I saw. I mean, I, I watched some of the highlights. I watched like how the score was happening, and I was like, it just kind of looks like an ugly game. Ryan uh, it was a very ugly game. There was a, I think this is the entire reason the Saints won the game, and it was a BS call. So Derek Carr yeah. was going for a pass, and it got it got knocked out of his hand. The ball got knocked loose from his hand before he was making forward progress. So it was clearly a fumble. Clear as day a fumble. Mm-hmm. He was just pushing a loose ball forward. This is what the commentator said. That's what the review booth said. The referees, after Mike Rabel challenge, still ruled it an incomplete pass. And they wow. whistled it dead. Kevin Byrud took it back to the house, but they whistled it dead, which you're not supposed to do in that situation. Right. Because <laughs> you, you can always bring something back. Exactly. The technology they have, out. you can just review it, and if it was an incomplete pass, bring it back. But it was clear as day of fumble. It still got ruled an incomplete pass. So the Saints got a field goal off of it yeah. right before halftime. It was tied 9-9. Then the Saints got the first touchdown of the game. The only touchdown of the game. And they won yeah, by one crazy. point because of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Derek Carr I, uh, didn't look awful. But the, the Saints, kind of like the Patriots, their red zone offense, not that good. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're like both of these teams, a fan, you, you wanted a stronger showing. Um it just looked very ugly from what I saw. Uh, yeah, other than walk out of other it, than Derrick Henry and Kevin Byrd, like that Tennessee teams. I know they got D Hop, but if Ron Tannehill is just going to throw picks, it, it doesn't really matter yeah. that you got an elite receiver. Which D Hop's getting older, right. so maybe you can't categorize him as a lead anymore. But he's still he's still top of the he's pack. He's still very good. Yeah, yeah, like. It's, it's not going to matter, but they got Derrick Henry, but you can't just depend on Derrick Henry in a game, so the Titans are yeah. kind of in trouble. <laughs> I 
I think they are, and they really do not have another option at quarterback, especially not for this year. They have some young guys they've drafted, but I yeah. don't think from what we've seen of any of them, they're good at all, mainly Malik Willis. Uh, he got playing time last year and was very bad. So They're probably the on Titans Tom Brady's tough. doorstep begging him to come out of retirement. Tom! Yeah. <laughs> Please, save us. You said you wanted to play oh. until you were 50. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, yeah, bro, I'm done. I had a retirement ceremony in New England. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> oh, okay. And I guess uh, we can cap it off with the last game that this division featured, the Buccaneers and Vikings. Now, I watched, like, none of this game. I know Kirk Cousins did his usual Kirk Cousins stuff. Like, he had some good plays, some good throws, and he had some dumb turnovers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he threw for 344 yards, which is, like, Typical Kirk Cousins stuff, like literally crazy yardage, but like didn't win the game or had a bad pick. Uh, Justin Jefferson had a great game, nine catches for 150 yards. That's just what we expect from him at this point. Um, I still don't know how the Buccaneers managed to win this game, to be honest. Like, I did not think they were going to be good at all coming into this season. Baker, from what I saw, didn't actually look that bad, which we'll see if that holds up or how long so, it holds up. I don't know how much of this is true, but Andrew told me that he saw something like with like Baker towards halftime, like on the sidelines saying he knows like the Vikings hand signals. So like anytime they would like hand signal, he would audible the play because he would know what coverage they were in. So that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about the Baker like hand signal stuff as well. Um I saw it on Twitter, I think. That's definitely interesting. Obviously, that can sway a game if you figure something like that out. If that is true, though, that's insane. Like, maybe I gave Baker, like, too little credit. Like, if he noticed those hand signals, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he has experience. He has had good seasons. He's a veteran at this point. Yeah, he's been in the league a few seasons. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll see a little Baker revitalization. I still think the Buccaneers is don't have enough there to be competitive, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I was surprised the Bucks won this game. It was against the Vikings, though, so I wasn't like super shocked because the Vikings were the Vikings. Right. Yeah, the Vikings do stuff like that. Okay, another game we probably won't have much to talk about, Texans-Ravens. Uh, I oh, saw none yeah. of this game. <laughs> uh, I saw a little bit. Um, Baltimore looked good. They didn't look great. They're running back J.K. Dobbins had a like Achilles tear or an ACL tear again, uh, which sucks for them. He's just had injury problems his whole career. I liked him at Ohio State, and since he's been in the league, it's just been injuries. He is talented, but at this point, with another massive injury, I don't know if he's ever going to amount to anything. Um, aside from that, the Ravens are just better than the Texans. Like The Texans, I think, will be improved this year from what they have been but they're still nowhere close to where they need to be. I was be. shocked to see that the first half of this game was as close as it was. Yeah, I think a lot of that's probably, I do like the Texans' new head coach, who was Sam Brand's defensive coordinator. I think he's going to do a lot of good stuff to keep them in game. He also used to play for the Texans. Yeah. And he played for true. Philly. He played for your team, too. Yeah, my Eagles. Um, but no, the Texans still have a long way to go. CJ Stroud did not play that great. Um, he is a rookie, so who knows? Um, but yeah, I expected the Ravens to win. 
and they did. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar played fine. Nothing crazy, nothing bad. Yeah, CJ yeah. Stroud's probably gonna, he'll have to step it up a bit. It's just his first game, first career game, so I don't, I don't take too much away from it. It's just, it's right. kind of like Bryce yeah. Young in the Panthers game, you know, it's their first game ever in the NFL, so you can't really take it to heart. Yeah, for sure. You just gotta hope they get better. Of course, yeah. That's always the hope, but I'll give them time for sure. Yeah, uh, Bengals Browns. Oh man, oh. dude, <laughs> this game was dog water, and I am shocked that the Browns destroyed the Bengals the way they did. <laughs> I cannot believe this game went the way it did. Me either. I, I was expecting it, it to was, first of all be closer, second of all have a different outcome. <laughs> yeah. Um. I am not shocked that the Browns won the game. Me either. I'm shocked that they won by three possessions, though, and only allowed Cincy to score three points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to come out and say it. a lot of this, Joe Burrow played awful. Uh, and I still think he's... He, was, he did not play well game. under that Browns pressure. They got a lot of pressure no. on him a lot of the game, and he did not play well. <laughs> Which, that's always been Cincinnati's weakness in the Joe Burrow era, has been protecting him uh, offensive line. So it looks like those struggles are continuing. Granted, Cleveland has one of the best defensive lines in the league, so it makes sense that they'd struggle in particular. But Burrow's always found ways to work around that. So this was kind of a unique game in where they just could not get anything going. He didn't even throw for 100 yards. Dude, he only had 80, yeah, he only threw for 82 yards, and how many times did he get sacked? Like, I don't know what the Bengals, like, total offensive passing yards was, because, like, every time he got sacked, that was just, it doesn't apply to his yardage, but it applies to the teams. (laughs) So, like, their passing yards was probably, like, 30 or 40 something, which is insane in today's NFL. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Crazy. Like you gotta, uh, you, uh, I know we all knew the Browns' defensive line was nasty, but you still gotta give them props. That is insanity. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I don't know. Maybe the Browns are going to be better than I expected. That's what is I'm John thinking. Because I think Watson? I had them finishing last in that division, but now I'm thinking. Me, I, I'm thinking they'll at too. least finish above the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, Watson looked. Good if I mean he still yeah he, did, he didn't look really elite ugly. or great like he didn't look like he was with the Texans not yet anyway but he he looked no. better than he did at the end of last season most definitely yeah <laughs> he did have one just insanely like bad interception that I had no idea what he was looking at he threw um, a really good ball he, too it like went between two defenders and like right into the receiver's hands I'm like okay that that was like shades of the old Deshaun Watson. <laughs> That Cleveland wants yeah. back. No, he made some good throws. He had a rushing touchdown, I believe. I know he, uh, he, he had he did a QB sneak on the well, not a QB sneak. It was a read option actually on the two point mm-hmm. conversion at the end of the game. He uh, faked a handoff to Chubb and then he ran with it. Which uh, read options are going to be so nasty when you got Nick Chubb in the backfield with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, read options are going to be good if he can get back to a level of play similar to what we've seen with the Texans. I just didn't think that he could based on what I saw last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same. That team can be good. That team can be pretty good. So it'll be interesting to see if this continues. 
Yeah, maybe it'll be three teams competing for that division instead of just the two, like we thought. We thought it was going to be between the Ravens and Bengals. The Browns might be in that mix. Who knows? Yeah. uh, The only thing I'm worried about with the Browns is them staying consistent because we've seen that in the past with the Browns. Like they'll have they'll ball out like a game or two, and then they'll just be the same old Browns. As far as the Bengals' uh, concerns, I they played really poorly last year in Week One as well. Which yeah. not this poorly. No, but <laughs> they played the Steelers, um, and that game went into overtime. And I thought it was going to end in a freaking tie until the Steelers mercifully ended it with a field goal. Yeah, uh, but that team just has too much pedigree and experience to not figure out how to win again this season. Their roster is still good. They still have Joe Burrow. He's going to bounce back. I fully have confidence in that. Um, it's a rough start to the season, but I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think so, too. And it looks like, okay, we got two more, no, three more noon games here. So, Jaguars-Colts. Okay. Now. Uh, this was actually one of my favorite games of the week. So I only saw the highlights, but yeah, it looked, it looked pretty crazy. <laughs> um, I was surprised it was as close as it was. Yeah, uh, honestly, Anthony Richardson had the best week one of all the rookie quarterbacks. I'd agree with he, that. He looked good. He did get injured late in the game, but I think it was just uh, took a bad hit. Um, probably going to hurt when he when he woke up, but I think he'll be fine. Uh, he is going to have to learn to uh, protect himself because he's another one of those big body, mobile, athletic quarterbacks that yeah. are just going to take hits. Yeah, I chose so I chose the Texans to beat the Colts in week two, but I'm really not sure about that pick at all. Especially if like he's playing and he is 100. percent He he looked promising. He looked promising to Indy in that game. So I think Indy should be happy with that draft pick. I think they should too. He looked promising. He I think he there's been comments made about his excellent work ethic. So I think they should be happy. Trevor Warren played really well. He played about how I expected he would. Um, not a perfect game by any means, but he had two touchdown passes and both of them were pretty nasty. He had one Mahomes. He only had like, like he only had like eight incompletions, and he played like pretty good all the way around. Yeah, he was very efficient. Two great touchdown passes. Um a throw to Calvin Ridley that was crazy where it like literally knocked right by two cold defenders that were like going for the ball and somehow just ended up in Ridley's hands. Who yeah, I think like so I think like late last season is when Lawrence finally like entered his prime, and I think mm-hmm. he like with this game he's just he's just keeping that going. Like he looked he looked really good. The yeah, interception he, he threw wasn't up. entirely his fault. Like Mahomes in the Lions game, it got tipped off a defender's hand. So it, yeah. it just happens. It does happen. I thought he looked really good. I thought he picked up right where he left off at the end of last season. And I think the Jaguars are going to be really good. Calvin Ridley had... I do, too. They should win that division easily. They don't got any competition. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley, at least in the first half, especially, looked awesome. They've got to be happy to have him on the team. Definitely. Um, There was a crazy play in this game where... Oh, yes. Was Trevor Lawrence got... Yeah, I was going to say, was Lawrence the one that fumbled? Yeah. Yeah, So he... Someone hit him as he was lining up the throw. It was a fumble, but it was one of those where it's like 
Was his arm moving forward? Is it an incomplete pass? Much like the Derek Carr throw in the Saints game that they whistled dead. They did not whistle this one dead because the referees actually knew how to officiate. (laughs) Yeah, and because they didn't whistle it dead, uh, a Jags player picked up the ball. Dude, this was so funny to me. I I was rooting for the Jags in this game, but this was still hilarious. (laughs) This was a hilarious moment. A Colts player... He was just standing with it in his hands, bro. He just, like, was holding it. No whistle yeah. was called. <laughs> a Colts defender just knocks it out. <laughs> yeah, and DeForest Buckner takes it to the house. Dude, I love how when the ball hits the ground, all the Jags players are still standing still. Like, Lawrence is still on his knee just kind of looking like, the fuck's going yeah. on? And all the Colts players just jump on that thing. DeForest Buckner takes it to the house. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing, Jaguars? <laughs> No, that's going to be uh, one thing the coaches, Doug Peterson, is upset about. And it's going to be something that the Colts coaches are going to show players for years to come. Like, don't give up on the play. Like, yeah. finish it out. That that was probably the most insane moment of week one. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Other than maybe the, the Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. Punt return. That's true. It. But um, that was an insane play. But the Jaguars still were able to... Just everything about that Monday night game was insane. We'll get to it in a moment, but God, that yeah. that game was insanity all the way around. <laughs> but no, the Colts looked better than I thought they would, and the Jaguars wasn't a perfect game by any means, but they won by ten points. Trevor Lawrence looked really good. I think you're happy with it if you're a Jags fan overall. Definitely. All right, uh, another game we probably won't talk that long about. Forty Niners Steelers. I think this game went pretty much out. Most people probably expected it to go. I I, I, I didn't expect it to be this lopsided. Me I either. I expected the 49ers to like not score 30 points because I, I think the Steelers' defense is good, but the Steelers' offense had a lot of turnovers against that 49ers' defense, and the 49ers' offense, yeah. just the way they're constructed, don't make many mistakes. So they you're in trouble when they get a lead. You're in big trouble when they get a big they're lead. Extremely efficient. <laughs> Uh, they just ran this game from the start. Uh, there was a quote from Trent Williams, the 49ers offensive lineman, where he was like, dude, our defense was beating the Steelers offense so bad that at one point I was hoping the Steelers would get something going just so we could rest. <laughs> like, just so the offense could get a breather because they were just on the field so much. Um, yeah, completely dominant performance by the 49ers. I would say they were the best of any team in this first week. I don't think many teams look great exactly except for the 49ers. The Cowboys had a really good game, but there's some caveats to that. Bro, Christian McCaffrey popped off in this game. He had 22 uh, rushing attempts for 152 yards and a touchdown. That's just crazy to get 150 yards, man, (laughs) in a game. Yeah. The touchdown was insane, too. It was like 65 yards. He like spun out of traffic. Um, He's such a good player. If he can stay healthy, you know that team's going to be in the running for the number one seed easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. He stayed healthy last season with San Fran, so I'm hoping that San Francisco, you know, has better protection on him than Carolina did because he got injured every season with that team. Yeah. As far as the Steelers, I would have liked to see them be a bit more competitive. I still think the 49ers are just a great team and that the Steelers are going to be 
around the 500 mark again, like competitive yeah. Mike games. Mike Tom was their Ma- coach. They're, they're going to pull out some wins. It's, even against teams that they shouldn't win against, they're probably going to eke out a win or two against those teams. Yeah. But yeah, 49ers, ugh, just a different animal, man. <laughs> they, they're crazy. Yeah. And uh, the last early Sunday game was Cardinals Commanders, game of the year. <laughs> God. This... <laughs> The Cardinals were winning this game for a substantial portion of it. I was surprised. Look, I know the Commanders suck too, but I I fully expect the Cardinals to be the worst team in the league this year. So I was shocked that they were actually winning this game for as long as they were. I was like, what what are the Commanders doing, dude? But the Cardinals did have a fumble recovery for a touchdown, I believe, so that's a big part of why they had the lead. Yeah. uh, I don't know. I I don't think this is a game to be happy about no matter what side you're on. I mean, if you're a Commanders fan, a win is a win, but you barely scrape by what everyone is projecting to be the worst team in the league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> given the hype on their quarterback, Sam Howell, I think you would have liked him to have a stronger game. It is week one. Obviously, teams can improve, but I didn't think the Commanders were going to be great in general this year. So it kind of adds up, although I'm still surprised it was as close as it was. Yeah, yeah, same. All right, I guess from uh, two shitty teams to two two other shitty teams, but not as shitty teams, Ooh. the Raiders okay. and Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Um, weird game. Uh, Russell Wilson actually had a really good first half, stats-wise. He was, like, super efficient. He had two touchdowns, I think. And then it kind of just all fell off in the second half. I mean, this was a 17 to 16 game, so very defensive, not really high scoring either way. Yeah, it kind of. Uh, I had a little. Like, I didn't have high hopes for the Broncos, but I had a little more hope with Sean Payton coming in. I was hoping that their offense would do more, that you know their games wouldn't be so low scoring. But I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. week one, but it kind of seems like it's the same old Broncos that we saw last season. Yeah. Uh, it is week one. I trust John Payton, but there didn't seem to be a lot there. Uh, didn't Jacoby Myers have like two touchdown catches? He did. He had both the touchdowns from uh, Jimmy G. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Two former Patriots, baby. <laughs> yeah, look at look at look at the Patriots alum getting it done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. I don't expect either of these teams to have great seasons. I think the Broncos are going to be better than the Raiders uh, as a whole. I expect that too. That's why I picked them to win. But I'm, I'm not super shocked that the Raiders won. Like Me either. I, Jimmy G, he's not – I wouldn't put him in the elite category, but he's a quarterback that can get it done, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right, on to the Packers and Bears. So the Packers Ooh. just continue to own the Bears under the Jordan Love era. <laughs> Yeah. This game started off, like, pretty close, and then the Packers yeah, kind of blew it yeah. open. That's kind of what I was saying. Regret. Like, I think the Bears showed some potential in the first half. Like, I, I think they showed enough to show that they won't be the worst team in the league again. They might still be close, yeah. but they will not be the number one draft pick again. They showed some potential in that first half. Then, yeah, the second half, uh, they just couldn't really get anything going. The Packers were just dominating. Yeah. I still don't know what to think of Justin Fields. He's clearly a player that's capable of insane highlight plays. I will not doubt his potential to progress. 
as a passer, as a quarterback. But at some point, we've got to start seeing it. This is, what, his third year now as a starter? Something like that. Um, we've got to see improvement. I, I do think there are signs that they can be better this season. But I think it's a big win for the Packers to um, get confident, show that they have something there with Jordan Love, who honestly started off a little shaky and then looked really good as this game kind of progressed and was making passes. Obviously, it helps to have someone like Aaron Jones in the backfield with you. Um, if you're a Packers fan, I think you're excited. Yeah, that one touchdown pass to Aaron Jones was just crazy. I don't know how the Bears allow that to happen. but, but. I don't know either. Uh, the Bears defense is not going to be great. Um, no, it not, should not be at all. They're going to have to score more points if they year. hope to win games because they only scored 13 points in this game until the garbage time touchdown happened. Yeah, but no, they've got to score more. I think they can be in games and win games, but this at least, because I was thinking of putting the Bears above the Packers in the like, division standing prediction for a while, and this game kind of showed me I'm just yeah, stuck with Green Bay because uh, yeah, I think this division is going to honestly between, be between the Packers and Lions. <laughs> yeah, uh, I could see that. I just kind of believed in the Vikings' talent and still being able to put up a lot of points and win games. But based on week one, the Packers look better, for sure. I mean, the Packers look better than Lions based on week one, but I still believe yeah. that the Lions are the better team. Me too. All right, on to Dolphins-Chargers. Probably game of the week. Like I think yeah. it. There's not really another game that compares to this one. <laughs> no, this was a crazy game. I didn't watch it live, but I watched all the highlights. Neither of us watched this live because our teams were playing at this time, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was not paying attention to this game. I was just keeping up with like you know how they show the scores under like every yeah. game. I was just looking at it there. I'm like. That Dolphins Chargers game got it crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it was so back and forth. It felt like every time a team scored a touchdown or points to go up, the other team came right back. Um, insane game. Tua and the Dolphins offense, Tua and Tyree, mainly put up crazy stat lines. They oh. were insane. Dude, Tua threw for almost 500 yards, which, uh, and yeah. especially in week one, that's so crazy to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, insane. Tyreek had 215 yards and two touchdowns. Given a, um, it's against the Chargers defense, but I mean, like the Chargers secondary doesn't really have anyone other than Derwin James. Mm-hmm. And he made he made a couple plays. He made like a red zone stop against them that held the Dolphins to a field goal. Yeah, Derwin James is awesome. Yeah, there's a reason he's the highest paid safety in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, J.C. Jackson looked absolutely lost a couple times in this game, which is very unfortunate because he was really good when he was on the Patriots. Oh, then, yeah. I think New England uh, just coaches their defense better, too, though. <laughs> which is totally fair. I mean, I don't think the Chargers as a whole have very good coaching. I think that's been evident in the entirety of the last couple years, the Justin Herbert era. They have talent. Um, Herbert didn't up any crazy stats, but he played well. Austin Eckler had a really good game. They just had they had three rushing touchdowns, so they were just getting it done on the ground. Um, I still believe in the Chargers just because of Justin Herbert and the overall offensive talent. 
believe in them as to getting to the playoffs, not. I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to get to the playoffs, honestly. <laughs> Which I is think fair. I think they'll be really close if they don't. Like either way, I think they're going to be close to that 500 range. Like I could see them going 8 9 at like worse and like yeah. 11 and 6 at best. I agree with that. That's probably the right range. Um they just they have to stay healthy and their coaching has to be competent, man. Like I I don't know. And uh, I, I, I only do. say I don't see – I can see them not making the playoffs because I think the Patriots have a real chance now since uh, Aaron Rodgers got injured. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I've told you this, like, multiple times, even before the season started. I'm like, I think the Patriots are going to beat the Chargers this season. I just think they match up super well against the Chargers. I could totally see that happening. I mean, that is just most a two-game swing, counting the tiebreaker then. Yeah. So there's still the rest of the season, but – I think those teams are both going to be in the running for a wild card spot. And especially like um, with the Browns showing up like they did, like I, I throw the Browns in the mix now. So it's like, I don't, I, I really don't know if the Chargers are going to make it or not. Like I, it will, we'll know better come mid season. We'll probably, we'll probably do like an updated playoff prediction and everything. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be fun. We can do that for sure. The Dolphins, uh, I mean, their defense didn't look great. Uh, they obviously went up what? 34 points. Um, their offense looks explosive. It is going to be explosive as long as Tua stays on the field. Um, and Tua, I don't even think, is an elite talent at quarterback, but he manages that offense so well and yeah, his accuracy. Like, as long as he has protection, is, is great. and the, with that receiving core, dude, he gets shit yeah. done. <laughs> he throws darts, and that's all you need to do when you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle as your receivers. Uh, it was crazy to me how open Tyree Kill was sometimes. Like I know that's just a oh, thing yeah. with Tyree Kill. Like he's so fast that like he just he just manages to get open. Like if you got enough time in the pocket, you're gonna find Tyree Kill. <laughs> yeah. Uh so the Dolphins definitely look good. It for me it's just a question of can they stay healthy? How is their coaching down the stretch? Because like I don't think Mike McDaniel always did a great job in late-game, close-game situations last year, especially once it got down to the end of the season, when obviously Tua having yeah, injuries... I was about to say, Tua back. wasn't there, though, so I think the key to this Miami team is keeping Tua healthy. I agree, for sure. But, I, yeah, I think they can be very good, as they showed in this game, which was a very fun game to watch. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Dolphins won the division, but... I feel like the Bills are going to be better than they showed Monday. That was just against yeah. an elite Jets defense. But before we get to that, this is another game that surprised me. Rams-Seahawks. I was yeah. shocked with the outcome of this game. I picked the Seahawks to win. I expected it to be much closer than it was. Mm-hmm. And the Seahawks, they didn't score a single point in the second half, did they? They 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 were up 13-7 to at halftime. And then they mm-hmm. lost the game 30 to 13. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what happened. I watched the highlights of this game and it, I don't know, it, it kind of just looked like Geno Smith wasn't the Geno Smith from last season, that second half. Yeah, which um, I've said I believe in the Seahawks to be a playoff team in the NFC and have a solid year. But Geno, that's with the assumption of Geno Smith playing at a level that's comparable to last year. Yeah. And based on this game, that is absolutely not what we saw. Um, they have talent. I still think Pete Carroll is a good coach, even though he's up there in age. 
Um, this was just weird to me because Cooper Cup wasn't playing. The Rams have aging stars. There's a lot of questions about their success this year, and they came out and just really dominate in the second half what we all believe to be a good football team. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I did say I, 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 I expected the Rams to be better than they were last season, but I don't expect them to like be be among the best teams in the NFL. I I think I did have them making the playoffs like as the seven or six seed, and I had the Seahawks mm-hmm. as the other. So I had both these teams yeah. making the playoffs, and I could still see that happening. But uh, Seattle is going to have to pick up the pace on offense if they want to make the playoffs again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, maybe the Rams have something there. I mean, you get Cooper Cup back. I I still. What is his injury, Cup. by the way? It's uh, I think it's a hamstring. Oh okay, thing. yeah. So he should be back in a few weeks. Yeah, well, he is on he is on IR, which means he can't play the first four weeks. But he should be back pretty soon after that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Week one's just weird with this stuff. Like, are the Rams going to be legit for the entire season? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can never... Like, basing stuff solely off week one is not something you do. <laughs> yeah. All right, on to the last midday game of Sunday. Midday game. Our two, our two teams playing each yeah. other, the Patriots-Eagles. This was an ugly game. Uh, it was. It really was. <laughs> they were... It was storming. Uh, I'm here in Boston right now. It was ugly conditions. I don't think uh, the Eagles played their best game by any stretch of the imagination. I think the Patriots I, played better than the Eagles did, and they still lost. I agree with you, um, especially if you if you cut out the Matt Jones, Darius Slay pick six. If, if not for that us, pick six, they would have won the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think the Patriots played well. Mac looked really good, especially in that second quarter where he threw two touchdown passes to get them back in the game. Uh, obviously, I, like you've said before, the, the red zone offense needs to improve. I think that last drive of the game where Mac Jones threw it to, I don't remember which receiver he threw it to. I don't think it was Kendrick Bourne. I think it was someone else. I can't remember. But uh, I think it just like showed that the Patriots kind of need like, it might have been Juju. I don't know. But they kind of need like an elite receiver to make big moments like that because if he would have kept his feet inbounds, it would have been a first down and that would have been huge. But yeah. it also showed that uh, like Philly's defense, very capable. You know, he pushed him out of bounds before that other foot got down. Not to mention our, uh, our rookie Jalen Carter getting a sack uh, on that drive, which was huge because the Patriots were walking right down, and that kind of stopped all the momentum and led to yeah. that fourth down play. And I don't remember uh, if it was he, a late, it might have been late third quarter, or sometime in the fourth, but Fletcher Cox made a huge play. Like, like he was yeah. kind of silent up until that point, and even the commentary, the guys on commentary said, well, Fletcher Cox knows when it's re- like time to play. <laughs> he's getting up there in age, so like... He, He's, I get it. He's got to save some of that energy for those big yeah, moments. You've got to pick your spots when you're getting up there in age. But I I thought our defensive line showed up when it mattered. I would have liked to see more consistent pressure than we got. Um, but as a whole, I think our defense played well. I think the pass defense played better. Um, it, this game made me slightly worried about our new offensive coordinator because I thought the play calling was somewhat lackluster and conservative and just 
not what I want to see at times. The, but the Eagles offense so, didn't have a single touchdown in this game, did they? No, they had uh, Jalen Hurts through a touchdown. Did to he? Smith. Okay. It was yeah. like in the corner, in at the side of the end zone, Smitty made a toe, tra- toe drag catch. Yeah, um, I gotcha. It was after the it was after the fumble, so they had a short field. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah, only one offensive touchdown, which is not great. Dylan looked fine. He made plays when he had to. I don't think it was a particularly strong game for him. I, I think he'll he knows he has to be better, and the offense as a whole has to get better if we want to be a Super Bowl contender again. Did they miss miss an extra point? Because I'm trying to add this yeah. score up. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the offensive touchdown was after the pick six, right? And then they missed the extra point, so it was only 16 and then they 0. The extra point yeah. On. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's, I, I kind of stopped watching after it was 16 to 0 a little bit, which I was in mm-hmm. Arkansas at the time, so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to pack right now because I had to leave that night. I was staying to watch the Patriots and the uh, Eagles game. I was like, this game is so ugly. Then the page, then Mac yeah. Jones throws a touchdown. I'm like, oh shit. And then I just kind of start watching. And then he throws another touchdown before the half's over. I'm like, Mac's showing up right now, dude. And then the second half, yeah. he didn't really show up like that again, but he did throw another touchdown. Yeah, I don't know. That, that costly holding call on that two point conversion. Oh, if they, if they had converted that, it would have been a completely different game, but they got the mm-hmm. holding call. They couldn't convert from. 12 yards opposed to two two yards. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I think if, like, you should be optimistic about the Patriots' performance as a whole, uh, specifically the defense played awesome. Matt Jones showed moments of incredible poise as a passer. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're better at the screen plays, too, than they were last season. So, like, having, yeah. having Zeke there does benefit them in that so like i'm not entirely upset about the zeke getting signed to the patriots now mm-hmm. but a Ramondre needs to step it up he didn't play that well in the game yeah i was i was thinking i would hear his name called more that he really wasn't a factor i am worried about the eagles offensive coordinator but at the same time it's week one and he was going up against one of the greatest defensive minds in the history of the league and so that's a that also might be a problem with Kansas City, dude. Matt Nagy is their offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, that that may have been part of the reason the Chiefs lost too. Yeah, that could be it. But um, I I wasn't too worried about us losing our offensive coordinator just because I assumed uh, basically who stepped up was our quarterbacks coach, and I thought, hey, he's helped Jalen get through the big improvements he's had. It might work out. But I do think Dane Stike Dane Stike in was a great coordinator for us. He's with the Colts now, and the Colts' offense looked way better than I thought they would week one. So yeah. maybe that is a difference. But I still trust our talent, our team. We got a win when it mattered. Uh, hopefully we can beat the Vikings uh, tonight as we're recording this. I'm hoping Jalen plays better against the Vikings because he, he did not look like the same Jalen Hurts from last season. I agree with that. Um, part of that is maybe the weather. Part of it is the play calling. Uh, part of it is, uh, I know Sirianni came out and said he regrets not playing starters at all in preseason. Um, mm. because I think it was clear there was rust with the starters, Galen Hurts especially. Yeah. So, that can be part of it. And, and it's also the Patriots defense, like top five defense in the league. So, mm-hmm. to be, to okay. be fair to Jalen there. Yeah. I was really terrified when they went for it on fourth and two 
I was like, I swear to God, <laughs> Patriots, if you don't get the stop, we're going to be so upset. Watch Jalen. He's going to run this shit. And they got him. They got him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his QB sneaked it for yeah. two yards. Yeah, with the way the Eagles QB sneaked, they probably could have <laughs> pushed in two yards, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when your QB squad's 600 pounds, it's, uh, <laughs> your QB sneak is, is pretty effective. It's probably over 600 pounds. <laughs> Yeah. Like two of them guys at 600 pounds. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, sticking with the NFC East, Cowboys, Giants. Oh, man. I think a lot of people God. are honestly going to blow this loss uh, for the Giants out of proportion. It, it was a bad loss, but I don't think the Giants are that bad. Like, I. I don't expect I don't them. I don't expect them to be as good as they were last season, but I still expect them to like be mediocre, not bad. I I expected them to be pretty much the same as they were last season. Um, Darren Waller is already having injury problems though that are potentially persisting. I think it's a hamstring thing as well, which he had yeah. uh, trouble with last year. And like the the strong point of the Giants last season with their defense too, like a lot of this point, the points scored in this game came from the Giants' offense turning it over and giving the Cowboys either a short field or a defensive score. So like right. you can't no, really I speak mean, to how the Giants' defense played in this game. They didn't play that awful. Like Dak, Dak yeah. played pretty average. Was, they still won by Dak forty points. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean the Cowboys' defense dropped. 35 to 40 fantasy points. Bro, the Giants just could not hold on to the fucking ball, dude. Like, Saquon no. fumbled it two or three times. Daniel Jones, I'm pretty sure, fumbled they it had, once or twice. <laughs> four or five fumbles. Yeah, it was like, ridiculous, dude. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Obviously, it's a good win for the Cowboys. I think you still need to see your offense play a bit more of a standard yeah. game to see what's there. But we knew that defense was going to be really good. It looks really good. Part of it's the Giants just making mistakes and not playing that well. But I still don't – I mean, the Cowboys for me is just a thing where I fully trust that they're going to have a really good regular season. I they think usually the do. Talented. Uh, you, I'm just – I'm not going to believe it until I see it in the playoffs with them. So, they haven't made an NFC championship since Biggie and Tupac were alive, man. That – yeah. That, that says a lot. <laughs> it does say a lot, for sure. All right, so last game of week one, Bills-Jets. This game Ugh. was insane on all fronts. Aaron Rodgers goes down, like, after – he only took, what, four, four snaps? Yeah. Yeah. Four snap of the game. He goes down. Uh, we figure out the next day that it is a torn Achilles, which really sucks. It, it really does. Yeah, he's done for the year. He's done for the year. Uh, some people are saying it could be the end of his career. Like, he could just retire. Do you he's really see Aaron Rodgers ending his career with that, though? I do not. Aaron Rodgers is not I, one of those guys. I don't either. He's one of those people who I feel like has a strong desire to go out on his own terms. Yeah. And so he's going to be back, but it does suck. Uh, even if you're not a Jets or big Aaron Rodgers fan, I'm not either. I've been critical of Aaron Rodgers in the past couple of years. I'm obviously not a Jets fan. I'm a Patriots man. But, yeah, that, it but sucks just as a in, fan of football. <laughs> and it was kind of like the big story of this year was yeah. Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, the Jets getting their quarterback, and now that's just gone. 
the Jets still won this game, which is insane. <laughs> which is crazy. Did you this watch? Jets did you defense, watch this game live? Uh, I watched the first half live. Yeah. Well, I watched all of it, and I watched the Manning cast because that's just what I'm going to do on Monday. That's just better, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the like the whole game, Peyton and Eli were saying passed it to Garrett Wilson, and then once they once Zach Wilson finally passed it to Garrett Wilson in the end zone, and he comes down with that ball. That was an that insane catch. catch. That catch was absurd. Garrett Wilson's really, really good. I was like, oh my god, um, he caught that dude. <laughs> yeah. No. Ohio State has turned out with some of the best receiving talent from any college in like a five-year span recently. Because Garrett Wilson comes from there. Chris Olave on the Saints, who's really good, comes from there. The Seahawks drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba. They have still on the Ohio State roster Marvin Harrison Jr., who looks insane. Like, I think he's going to be one of the best receivers in the league pretty much as soon as he comes in. I wonder if the Colts are going to draft him. That would be so sick. I would love that. <laughs> They're probably going to have a low draft pick, so they'll have a good chance to. Yeah. Um, he's going to be really good. But no, Garrett Wilson's an awesome player. The Jets defense played maybe even better than some of us expected. We all knew it was going to be great. But part of this is I think Josh Allen just had a bad game. It is against probably the best defense in the league. But, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't take much. Like, if you're a Bills fan... I wouldn't take that loss to heart. Like they they didn't Me score either. they didn't score a single point or no they only scored a field goal. Yeah, they scored the field goal in the fourth quarter to take it into overtime. Before that, they didn't score a single point in the second half. Which uh, yeah, that's kind of a yikes, especially when they scored thirteen in the first half. That <laughs> the I don't yeah. know the Jets defense just kind of showed up in the second. I don't know if they were like they we got to win this game for Aaron or what, but or for New York Maybe. because the Giants lost so bad the week. The, the night before, they were like, we got to fucking win this game, guys. Yeah, we got to do it for New York. I mean, it's on 9-11. Like, we, yeah. we got to represent. But, um, no, it clearly sucks that Aaron Rodgers is hurt. That obviously takes the Jets out of Super Bowl contention for this season. Yeah, I, I, I still think... I could still see them maybe making the playoffs. It's, it's, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up now. Like, yeah, with Aaron Rodgers, I, I would have said it was a definite... But now it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I think they're going to be competitive. They're going to be in games. That division's going to be tight still. But they could make the playoffs. They could not. Definitely no deep playoff run. It'll be interesting to see if they ride with Zach Wilson or if they try and sign or trade for a quarterback. Like, Carson Wentz is still available. Yeah. D- Brees Hall... But- Back from injury though, that that dude Brees went Hall off. He popped off, man. He had like he had two off. really long runs. He had like he had like what a forty yard rush and like and then like I don't know. It was I mean, like a twenty plus sixty yard rush. Yeah, I think he had like a twenty plus yard, yard rush and then he had the sixty like five yard rush. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, <laughs> this dude gets free. You're in good. trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm happy and, he's uh, back from injury. There were a lot of like good running backs last year, rookie running backs that kind of had injury problems later yeah. on in the year. So then uh, good the, to see him back. In overtime, the Jets won the game from that punt return, like punt return which to the house, which was insane. <laughs> That's such an absurd way to win the game. Their coach Robert Sala literally comes like running onto the field and like 
basically hugs the the return man. Yeah, that was, um, it was insane. Because like when it went into it, overtime, I kind of like had that IRL moment. Like, uh, the, like it's been a pretty fun game to watch, aside from the Rogers injury, because like you don't yeah. expect it to be close after that, especially since they're already losing. And mm-hmm. and yeah, the Jets bring it back. They're up by three. Then the Bills kick a field goal, take it into overtime. And it's like, oh, uh, overtime game. Of course, we got to have one of these in week one. You know, we can't wait. Yeah. We, we can't have a week without an overtime game. Of but course. then, like, we, the Bills get their possession. It's like a three and out. They punt it away. And then it's over. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> that was Ooh, that was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. I watched the highlights uh, when I woke up in the morning. Uh, it's a, I mean... It's a cool win for the Jets to get it without Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, there's a lot of, like, sadness and, like, oh, that just sucks. Uh, I, I think Garrett Wilson said, like, Rodgers told him, he said, I'm sorry, kid, after he, yeah. after he tore it, which is, like, so sad to me. I'm like, yeah. God. Uh, like, he went but, he went to nope. check on him at halftime, and that was Aaron Rodgers' response was just that. I'm sorry, kid. That's kind of heartbreaking, yeah. man. <laughs> It is heartbreaking. Like, it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault, but, like, it still sucks because that was going to be... Yeah, they need to get rid of artificial turf. That's who I blame. It's artificial fucking turf, man. Dude, MetLife... Fuck MetLife Stadium. The artificial turf... Every every time anyone plays there, there's injuries. It's stupid. It's so stupid. But that was week one. It was uh, pretty crazy as week one usually it is. You like it. (laughs) <laughs> it's hard to predict week one. You don't know what teams are going to be completely. And a lot of teams yeah. a lot of teams show up when you don't really expect them to. A lot of sh- teams don't show up when you expect them to. Talking to you, mm-hmm. Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Buffalo, probably, even. Like, Buffalo. Oh, yeah, that second Buffalo. half looked so ugly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just a weird... I don't know. A lot of teams looked kind of pedestrian or mediocre this week. Yeah, like, there weren't a lot of teams that looked, like, great. There are only a couple, no. a handful. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I'm just happy to have football back. It was awesome yeah. watching the game. Can't wait for this next week. Uh, Jaguars Chiefs is going to be a good game. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I don't know if Kelsey's playing or not, but... I don't know either. I'm assuming he's going to play because they were talking about him gutting it out for the first game. Yeah. Like, he wasn't ruled out until the day of the game for that, so I'm assuming he'll play. I think it's going to be very important if he does or does not for Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, well, we'll talk about week two after it's over. But that was week one. So we're looking forward yeah. to week two. But we'll be back yeah. next time going with some more football. Yeah, going back into hibernation in these trees of Arrowhead Stadium. We probably won't be here next week. We'll be at some other no, stadium. No, we'll be somewhere different. <laughs> yeah.